Art and Goldstick Podcast. You are now rocking with the best. Art and Goldstick Podcast. We are here. Back for another week of the Art and BS Podcast. The podcast by artists, for artists, and art lovers. I am your host from the West Coast, James Drills, broadcasting from the slums of the Cultural Arts District and Broadway Studios, y'all. Let's get some housekeeping out the way. Shouts to Cats over on Apple holding us down. Hit us with that five-star review and that rating. We're battling the algorithms. Cats over on Spotify. Hit us with that follow. We'll see you at the end of the year in the wrapped up. Two homies over on Patreon, Big J Floyd. I see you guys, you know what I'm saying? And actually, this is going to be the first RDBS episode with video. So, Patreon fam, be on the lookout. We're going we're gonna to go more into that in a second, but, but you guys will get it first before it goes out to the masses. Um, announcements. We just came off of RDOP. I appreciate everybody who came out. Oh, we have some uh, some dad hats. I forgot we're on the video, so we have to plug the dad hats. Films and copies. Um, this is really a new experience for me, you guys, uh, having video and doing this. Oh, so, yeah, I got a book. You know what I'm saying? The book's still for sale. We still got paintings. We still got all of that good stuff. And usually I'm doing this and there's no camera looking at me. So you guys will feel the, feel the difference when we do all of this. But um, shout outs to our, our current guest. You guys seen the, seen the graphic and we'll get to that in a second. But JKP Photography, man, coming through with a blessing. So just real quick, you guys know what's up. Wait, hold up. First time listeners. You guys might be confused. You never even heard what's happening. Returning family members. You saw me get out of the whip. I mean, it, I mean, we here. Eel nigga alert. Eel nigga alert. Let me get my record right. Art and Gold Fit Podcast. Podcast family, what up? All my painters, where you at? Art and Gold Fit Podcast. Start y'all off with something smooth this Monday. All my entrepreneurs, keep that schedule filled. All the nine to fivers, keep those AirPods in so your boss ain't tripping. All my homies working remote, I see you. Start y'all off with some Clio Soul. If you if you're not tapped into Clio Soul, you need some R and B in your life. <laughs> All the levels right later. Hold on, wait, wait. We turn this up. Hold on, nah, nah, nah. Respectfully. And you know, I can't do this without shouting out the homeboy. Smoke it if you got it. Sip it if you got it. All my coffee drinkers, what you got? That Americano. All my cats with the brevet, I see you. Homies with the halal macchiato, keep it esoteric. All my dudes with the dirty chai, they're still out there drinking chai lattes. Man, listen. Art and Gold Fit Podcast. Art and Gold Fit Podcast. Yeah, keep going. We're bringing y'all back to the West Coast on this one. Digital cats, I heard it's Nigga, not even mirrorless no more, man. What they out there doing? <laughs> 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 
West yeah. Coast, man. I remember as a kid, little pony rocking that big white man. Big zag and that rag top fall. Had me feeling like I had to sell dope. Yeah, had me feeling here. like I can't Tap be broke. Like a Gotta bust kid, man. first cause Earth I can't get smoked. When I see my chance, I'ma take it. Every time that I pass, I'ma pull up in the latest. Jeep push spaceships on some everyday shit. Think I was put here just to motivate Crips. If it ain't a classic, then it's new. Year after year, I'ma keep coming through. I'm just trying to draw the newest bands that they got. Straight to the hood when I swerve off the lot. Pull up on the homies like, look what I got. Extended intros for the new listeners, you know, the, the JKP Photography Tribe. Man, we about to take y'all home with some bars. Returning family members, you know how we give it up. Hit y'all with some off that Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Violas and Lupitas is the name of the song. Just relax, vibe out with me, y'all. Art and Bullshit Podcast. Hey, yo, two joint party lights lit the Harlem nights. Peas and rice made a Judas out of Garveyites. Mommy's in the heights, always call me nice. Someone all his life rolling dice that was dirtier than gaudy ice. My only vice is fly merch. My concert fashion gotta stay up on par. We doing God's work. Forever dip like Fonsworth. And my Scott Bunyas because I be chopping onions till my eyes hurt. The future brighter than cellos and violins fortified. We're eight essential minerals and vitamins on the side. I'm overqualified, but I'ma come along for the ride. With you, cause I'm Homicide. Never no matter like a vacuum now. I turn your speakers in the back room to mushroom clouds. We on that jet fuel, about to go to Neptune. Wow, that ain't a flesh wound. They about to lay your headstone down. I'm supreme. My jean jacket for the shoot with Jean Gaudier. Philly PA, we been getting arms to Brody Way. When it come to drama, yeah, I'm man. a young Sydney Podier. Episode, young to sleep I believe like it's 129, man. We came a long way. Let like me just make sure. I've been clean. Any garment on me, that thing mean. My inseam 32. Yep, Get it the king. You're not worthy to the I didn't come this far to come this far, y'all. We do. So tell he's showing his crabs. It's over with. I'm a globalist. Rolling that gas that's odorless. Got the bad bunny shaking their asses. Loaded this. German motorist. Cake in that cask of float of this Musaquita toss to carry on luggage to the greed of my black skin Somewhere between Violas and Lupita Go ask them about the gatekeeper <laughs> World leader kill shit Quicker than Usain could run a meter Yeah, 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 yeah Episode 129 of the Art and BS Podcast Let's get to it We just gonna use that as is <laughs> Yo, my grandma bumped this shit, bro That ass Art and Bullshit Podcast. You seen the cover art. You read the description. Man, this is an exciting. This is an exciting episode because we were taking this podcast into new dimensions. But I'm going to tell you, let's respectfully. Hold on. Respectfully. You know, I like to I like to give. So you guys this is something different so we got a guest who is vicious with the video we got a, a guest who is man this guy might be an abbot with the aperture he might be i mean this dude is really um man it's just like i don't know i feel like he's the loch ness of lighting right now he came in he got the studio shining but respectfully I need to go to this man's, you know what I'm saying? The the real, you might have to type in photo by jkp.com. You know what I'm saying? Click on the about me. Let's respectfully, let's get this man's bio off. Jerry Kelly has been CEO of JKP Photography LLC for nine years. JKP Photography is a company specializing in photography and videography. Mr. Kelly specializes in weddings, professional portraits, family portraits, marketing and business websites, and outdoor photography across California. Mr. Kelly is from Lancaster and went to college in Fresno State, which is why he was filling that Jeep Rico where he found his passion for photography after making pictures of his roommates. Mr. Kelly is a member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Inc. and a proud father. Y'all give a warm round of applause for Jerry Kelly. 
welcome. Thank you for having me here. We appreciate you coming out and adding a whole different layer to the podcast. Absolutely. I just want to take it back real quick. That whole little introduction, it seemed like it's pre-recorded, but I'm sitting here watching you live, and it's just it's, it's amazing because you're just doing it off the top of your head. Like you're just coming up with all that, and man. I, I tip my hat to you for that. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. And that's why I said I, I'd ask you guys. <laughs> Uh, I said, Jerry, have you got a chance to listen to the podcast? And he was like, no. And really quick, I want to give you guys uh, some context because we're going to we're, we're going to do the normal art MBS obstacle course and all of that good stuff. But the way that Jerry and I have kind of come across paths is we are both members of the Fresno Black Chamber of Commerce cohort. There's a betting big on black business cohort. So. Um, through the meetings, there's like a 12 week course we're going through and we have zoom meetings twice a week. Uh, Jerry came through art hop. He brought his two sons and, uh, it's funny because we're going to talk about black people and not liking seltzer water a little later in the episode because yeah. Um, but the thing is, is it, it was cool for him to come out and, and get a chance to see like, you know, this side of, of, of what I do, but less about me, more about Jerry, Jerry. The people want to know, what was your first memory seeing art? <clears throat> Ooh, that's a good question. I can't recall my first memory, but I know in high school I seen art for the first time. I'm like, man, this is different, you know. Um, I, I ne never considered myself an artist until later, until, like, you know, college. But um, when I seen art, I was like, okay, I, I kind of like it, you know. Um, so... But like I said, I never considered myself an artist until later on. Mm -hmm. Got you, got you. So with that being said, growing up, there were like Black Jesus, the elephants, things like that were those, because those are typical motifs mm -hmm. in the black home. You know, yeah. like a lot of our grandmothers had that, uh, the Tupperware that was like an avocado green color. You know what I'm saying? Like just like those were standardized things. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering, like, did you see any of those things growing up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I can't pinpoint the exact time where I okay. seen art. Like I'm trying to. That's a good question. I'm trying to think. I don't know when. Mm -hmm. You know, but it kind of just happened. Right. Yeah. So and when it stuck out, because a lot of time I love to ask this question, Jay, because different people. Some people were like, my first experience was like cartoons, you know, mm. or my first experience was like comic books, or okay. like, you know. Um, okay. Now, now that you say that. Mm -hmm. I guess it would be when I was watching Dragon Ball Z okay. and I would actually draw, you know, Dragon mm -hmm. Ball Z characters all the time. And I think that's where it came from. Okay. So anime. Right, got you. <laughs> because I think on on our radars it it kinda sometimes we aren't looking for it but it's just ever present, you know. Um, 'cause I, I know for a, like in my particular life it was one of those things where my dad would draw and he was really big on like looking at things and drawing them like mm. but just in ballpoint pen on yellow paper but i never really I, I remember he was like hey i'm gonna show you how to draw a box and or, and <laughs> by a box he meant a cube right so he had this formula where he would draw like one square and then like he would draw another square at like a 45 degree angle and just connect the lines and now what age was this man i was probably <clears throat> in third grade probably okay. yeah 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 probably in third grade um and then after that i kind of started looking but you know other kids were drawing too and then mm. it's you know oh this kid's really good so like I, I need to like figure something out so i'm gonna like look in this game pro magazine and you know not trace a drawing but look at it and copy it put my paper to the right of it and look and see if i can recreate this mm -hmm. earthworm gem or whatever <laughs> But, um, you know, I think about that. Th those are the reasons that I ask people because there's different levels of art. There's different entry points, you know, and some people <laughs> may have had like, oh, yeah, um, uh, creative upbringing. Like my mm. next question for you is the does the creative gene run in your family? No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of like the first one that's like a, I wouldn't consider myself an artist after coming to your uh, your, your place and seeing all the, the real art because <laughs> most of my stuff is really photography and videography but coming in here it's like this is this is art to the to the form this is art 
But no, no one in my family has um, did anything artistic as far as art or photography, videography. What about craftsmen? Uh, no, not that I know of. Okay. Mm. And the, the thing about it is, is lack of accessibility, also survival. Mm. If you're focused on survival, you don't have time to gamble. You got, you know, a lot of our parents come from the age of like big families yep. and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's Absolutely. like, they got to figure it out. Like they don't, they don't have time for that. So I think, you know, it's, I always want to know, you know, like, was there ever a, like an uncle or aunt? You know, I wish, just I, wish I, mm -hmm. I got it earlier, but no, I kind of just discovered it later on my own. So Okay. So now with photography, like, did you have Polaroids when you were younger? Did you have like Kodak disposables, Fuji films? No, like, none of it. Okay. <laughs> so in high school, I had a little point. We, we call it a point and shoot camera. Mm -hmm. Take pictures and then you got to take it to Walmart, get developed. Mm -hmm. So I started in high school just taking random pictures. I didn't, I didn't know I was going to have a passion for it until later on. And so I would just take pictures of my friends and stuff and I would cherish those memories. And so when I got to college, I kind of didn't even know I was going to do it until my last semester at the Fresno State, where I brought my first camera. And after I started, after I brought it, I started taking pictures of my roommates, just random stuff, like art stuff, just random. Yeah. And then people requested me to take graduation pictures, and they paid me. And I was like, hey, I think I'm on to something. Like, this is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. I can take pictures of people and get paid. So that's where it, it came okay okay wow that's and you know it's cool because like when i look at when i look at your portfolio because you guys i always like look at what my guests do you know and just to see I, I feel like you know on your website you have a very clean ability to like capture like the subjects and and distort the background in a way that doesn't take away too much of like what the atmosphere is providing to the character mm -hmm. but it doesn't overpower the subject mm -hmm. and it, it clearly illustrates them being the focal point in yes. the image so I, I have an appreciation for that so my question for you is is like when you got your first camera and you're just shooting you're shooting your homies and then you shooting graduation pictures like what was the learning curve for you the learning the learning curve for me was just learning the system uh, when I first got my camera, I didn't know how to use it because there was so many buttons. So it set, literally sat in my closet for three months because I didn't know how to use it. Everything I did for photography was all self-taught. No schooling, no anything. I just picked it up, start, you know, trial and error. I messed up a lot of tons. You know, I ruined a lot of stuff. And just, you know, picking it up and just learning, you know. Mm-hmm. So growth through activity yes yeah and and I, I always say that like you know that like success is a byproduct of activity like if you're not going hard or you're not like pushing the envelope you're not chasing it they, like those those bridges aren't gonna you know formulate for you there's the tipping point is a little bit harder to achieve mm -hmm. so you know it's it's interesting hearing your your tale of how you got into photography because it seems like it like you kind of tripped into it and then you fell in love like yeah. wait hold on you know there's I, I like this but there's also an appreciation and there's a demand for yeah. it right James I don't even know why I brought the camera I don't know why I didn't tell myself I'm going to be a photographer. I used my student, my, my student, my student aid to mm -hmm. get the camera. Shouts to FASFA. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I wasn't working when I was in college. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me start my last semester. I don't know where I'm going to go after college. Mm -hmm. Let me start seeing what I can get into. And, you know, and I just brought a camera. It's wow. crazy. It's crazy. It found me. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And that's the great. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. As, as it should. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's so really quick let's let's kind of get to now here's my question for you how um with photography how um how can i say this like as far as like other photographers do you kind of look at the work of other photographers or are you like more so focused on putting in like the time and just you know like accumulating like so i was kind of leading you to the point of that and then like who were some of your favorite photographers if so yeah that's a good question. When I first started doing this, mm -hmm. I would look at other photographers, people that have been doing it longer than me, mm -hmm. that I would look up to. 
And it was one guy in particular, his name was Atmos, who's a Mexican guy. Dude is crazy, mm-hmm. like crazy good, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, his art, like the way he does everything was amazing, right? So I used to always screenshot his pictures and I would show models like, hey, this is what I kind of want to do. And then it worked after a while. And then I told this one model, I said, hey, you know, this is kind of what, what I'm looking for. She was like, why are you showing me his work? Like, you don't want it, your own ideas? And she kind of like, she, you know, she, she told me, <laughs> she told me a real. And after that day, I'm like, I got to stop looking at other photographers and focus on me. And then that's when the shift came where I found my identity and what makes me great. I can't look at this person and try to recreate what he does because I'm my own person. Mm-hmm. And so after that moment, that girl told me that, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to discover my own niche and my own style. Right. And so now I don't look at nobody. Got you. I focus on me. Okay. So yeah, I was like, here's, and then now the, the next place I was leading you to, because this is, I'm setting you up, Jay. I'm setting you up. <laughs> Gordon on, Parks. Right. Have you ever heard of Gordon mm-hmm. Parks? Mm-mm. Okay. Hold on real quick. Dude. Gordon Parks. Where, where's that at? Miss no, Fresno? but she did. You're about to be like, okay, this is. <laughs> I'm about to show you real quick. He said he set me up, y'all. Uh, what I yeah, get myself into? So, <laughs> so check this out. So Gordon Parks is like in like a OG in the game. If you just like okay. look at his work and you can see the pictures he took, yeah, where is, he was at. This is so, storytelling right here. Yeah. This is some good quality so, stuff. Right, and, and you know, like I mean, you know, he's like one of the goats of like civil rights photography and things like that. Yeah, so that's that's kind of where I was leading you to. And this you guys, legit. Yeah. This and, legit. Yeah, I mean, like he's like, you know, oh, like super, you know what I'm saying, kind of God-level photography, yeah. you know, did the Malcolms and the Martins yeah. and the civil rights marches. But you see, so, he has a style. Mm-hmm. When I'm looking at his stuff, he has a style. Mm-hmm. So your question like when I was coming up, if I would see this guy, mm-hmm. I would try to emulate his style mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. coming up with my own unique right, style. Right, right. So that's yeah. But his style's good. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, and, and to be, uh, yeah, you got to send this to me too. This yeah, is yeah, no, for good. sure. I'll send it to you. No, it's like it's crazy. That's why I was like, yo, because like as a brother, like those pictures. He's are, black, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, and like when you see him, you'll be like, oh, okay, like yeah, those. Yeah. He's telling a story in this mm-hmm. image, and that's yeah. what you want. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it, okay, so what you just said, it's like not looking at other photographers' work so you can kind of find what you like. Yes. I think that that's that's admirable once you understand the tools. Mm. And like, because if you don't understand like the tools, then like you're, you have this camera, you don't like your, the whites are blown out, the apertures, and then you're like, you're trying to figure it out. But like understanding, okay, this is how to do the thing. And then I can take these principles and then speak in my own language. It's kind of like, you know, I do copies Mm. of like Charles Barg drawings or like artists will do like master copies, but it's not anything else other than understanding how this thing is made so you can take that technique and apply it to your own work. Mm. So, you know, I think that a lot of times, even, you know, in society now, whether it's like, you know, music or art or whatever, everybody is looking at these, uh, well, you, I, I would say like the Applebee's of, mm. you know, artists or video people like a Hype Williams, mm-hmm. you know, or a Basquiat, like mm-hmm. like they're, they're trying to emulate but not understanding A, my whole thing is why does this work like i don't want to i don't want the how i want the why like understand like why hype william stuff's work you know like mm. and then that once you understand the why you can apply that because it's storytelling yeah. right so mm-hmm. we apply those those lessons so i think that's kind of something that i hear when i hear you talk about not looking at other photographers yeah. work and then something not i mean about. you can but don't get too caught up in it you know because when i see something another photographer or something good especially locally when i see it it gives me encouragement like oh okay let me level up like he's on he you know he's doing what i'm doing but let me let me try to you know it it helps you but you don't want to dive in it too much because you'll lose your own Mm -hmm. own style you'll lose everything right right so now when you first started at what point did you realize like okay i need to get different equipment what time at what point did you because if you just bought a camera and you didn't know, then that means there were all these other things. Mm-hmm. 
when, excuse me, when did you hit the point where you're like, okay, excuse me, allergies. Um, because you know, there comes a point where you're like, okay, wow, like I need good lighting. I need, yeah. you know, I can't just use my cell phone lighter. Like what was the, the defining moment? When I started doing events and weddings, because I used to have one lens on my camera, one single lens with the 50 millimeter. And with the 50 millimeters, is you have it's a prime lens, so you're not zooming. You can't zoom in and out. If if you got a wide shot of 10 people, you have to you know with a zoom lens you can zoom in and zoom out and get everybody. With a prime lens, you have to move your feet all the way back 10, oh, 15 wow. feet to get everybody. So oh, that was the. But the I fit, didn't know that's yes, what that. Oh, so when I see the, footage now, I'll know that that's yes, what that. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So with the 50, which was good for portrait one-on-one -on -one sessions because you know it's one person. But when you start doing events and weddings, and you got this whole bridal party and stuff, and so I have the 50, I'm like, oh, I gotta get me other lenses mm. and other equipment to accommodate different situations. Okay. So. Okay. So, now, at that point in time, like, what, at what point did you realize, like, I'm doing this, and then now it's time to actually formulate a business for, for what I'm doing? Uh, probably, like, maybe, two years after the first year and a half was just like kind of just hobby which is i was just out there just having fun enjoying it you know it didn't come it become a, i mean i was making money here and there but it didn't come it didn't become a business to like later on where i was like hey i can really take this somewhere you know if i do it right i can take it somewhere and so year two i think that's when i decided like i'm going to take this serious as a business okay and what were some of the changes that you had to make and the way that you approached it a lot you have to <laughs> you have to balance your, your your finances because you got a business now so you got I, I got to use my personal money at this time I'm not full-time I'm still working a nine-to-five so I would get my checks and buy gear mm -hmm. camera gear with my checks and I gotta wait for the next check to get the gear is expensive mm -hmm. it's not it's not cheap Facts. so it's like balancing that like okay now you got a hobby you pouring all the stuff in a hobby and at this time people understand oh this guy's just taking pictures they don't see the vision that i see in my mm. head five ten years from now so <laughs> hold on talk, talk yo shit king talk talk so yeah it's just it's just having that vision and 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 you you can see it but nobody's seeing it but it's so it's so vivid in your mind that you, you're gonna do whatever you can do to, to make that reality. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what it became. Okay, wow. Now, what were, <laughs> if you could go back in time, because you've, you have faith in yourself, so that's not the thing, but if you can go back and tell year one Jay, like two things, like two potholes that you could have dodged because some things like we need some things like we gotta follow them but if you look looking back you're like yeah i probably should have dodged us what would be two two gems of advice that you would give yourself oh you got me thinking james you got me thinking this morning two advice i would tell you other me hey man keep going it's gonna be all right that's the first thing i'll tell myself keep going it's gonna be all right the second thing is, I would say, just trust in your faith, trust in yourself. That's what I just those are two things. Okay, got you. Yeah, seeing that those are because it's like you're gonna get here. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to get yep. here. So I don't want to sway you too much off of the path. Exactly. You know, because it is. I think the thing is, is you know, like Jay Z said, everybody want to be Bobby Brown, but if you got to be Bobby, then if you want to be Bobby, then you got to be Bobby now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like... Yeah, that's, that's real. That's a good quote. <laughs> so, but I think it's a lot of times we fall and we're falling forward, mm -hmm. but it hurts to fall. So in our brains, we're so shocked by the impact. We're not seeing the overall lesson. You, you, know? ha you have to fail to, to achieve because it, it, it makes you better makes you stronger mm -hmm. so without failing you probably won't achieve as much mm -hmm. you need that me failing so many times dro drove me to to become better to mm -hmm. be better mm -hmm. so you need that yeah it's, it hurts mm -hmm. <laughs> it hurts but you need it okay okay so let, let's we we've been on the art for a second let's take a turn Let, let's talk about 
what type of music do you listen to when you're in post-production and you're editing and it's late night, you're on your laptop, what do you have going? It's crazy. I listen to some, I listen to rap. Uh, of course, Mick Mills, a little Uzi Vert, Lil Wayne, All Time Goat, Young Thug, Gunna. Free Thug, um, Free Gunna. Yeah, Free Gunna. <laughs> um, of course, Drake. Um, yeah, those are, those are the basics. Pretty okay. much, yeah. I'm I'm a rap guy. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Solid, solid. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, man. So as far as like new music, what have you been messing with? What's really caught your ear? Right now, I'm listening to DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. Um, God did. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's deep. God did. Uh, DJ Khaled. What else I got on the playlist? Uh, the Kevin Gates new album's out. I'm listening to that right now. Um, just those two right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, did you see that uh, breakdown on MSNBC? Ari did. He did like a 12-minute video on Jay-Z's verse. Uh, oh, God did. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, he had a long verse. Yeah, but like Ari, the newscaster guy, you know uh, who does the beat with Ari, and he has all the rappers on, and he's always like quoting. If I've seen him, I probably Yeah, he's yeah. like a Jewish dude, and he always quotes hip-hop in the news. Okay, okay. So he did this breakdown on, he starts off the segment with Farrakhan, talking to the CB, the CBS anchor mm-hmm. and then like shows like Ho's verse and talks about, you know, how Hove made the moves and made billionaires. Yeah, and one thing that I didn't even know, dude, shots to Ari, because I didn't even know there's a quadruple entendre in that verse. I thought it was a triple entendre, oh, see, but I, there's a quadruple entendre. I, I was I like, wait, hold on. I didn't catch it. Yeah, when he talks about different, we're breaking in different planes. But that's, like, that's where that experience yeah. comes. You've been in the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's art. Yeah. Got, at this time, the longer you're in it, the more you can you can play with the the verse like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Jay Z is bu- definitely a the bu- goat. Billionaire, black. That's powerful, and everybody, Rihanna, Kanye, Kanye E, whatever you want to call yeah. it now, but that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think it's also the way he went about doing it, right? Mm-hmm. It's. I'm 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 a street pharmacist. I have a record label, right? Right. Let's 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 be yeah, clear, yeah, yeah. right? So and then boom, he has Rockefeller Records, and then from there he goes, and then there's Def Jam. He's running Def Jam, right? Okay. And then after that, Rock Nation. Yeah. So he went from running the most prestigious label to like starting a management company and a record label. Okay, he's a street pharmacist. Mm-hmm. So where's other street pharmacists? How come they didn't invest like he did? What's well, here's the thing. Number one, a, a team, okay, right? Okay. Positioning, because you got to think. You think he was in the right position? I think opportunity, preparation, and genius uh, all coupled together. Combined is, is, <laughs> is a win. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like genius, opportunity, and okay. preparation. Okay. Like all of those things. Because I look at like what Dame Dash is doing. And shouts to Dame Dash. He. He's not as visible as Jay-Z, but what he has been, what he does do is he has his own movies, his own, he said, like, I, I don't work for nobody. Yeah, and I, and honestly, y'all, I went down, like, a, a Dame Dash movie hole and, like, was watching some of his newer stuff, and they're hood classics. I never, see, he got some new... I never yeah. even seen a Dame Dash movie. I probably Paid had, in full. That's Dame Dash? I love that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, pay wow. them full. Yeah, so you've seen some Dame Didn't Dash movies. Yeah. Wow. No, they're all hood classics, dude. And like, I was like, yeah, I was telling my my uh, cohorts in the art game, I was like, we should have movie night because they haven't seen a lot of the hood classics. And what? I'm like, have you seen Juice? Have you seen uh, Juice? My movie. Just, you, come on, man. Juice come on. Tupac? You know what I'm saying? Uh, come he, on now. Partner? You know what I'm saying? I had to drop partner? you off the, Yeah, come on, man. Juice, yeah, that's my favorite man. movie, Juice. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I'll never forget that scene when she pulls down the, the newspaper and she has gold teeth. They're in the record store and she has like the big gold tooth. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever seen like a gold. chick with gold teeth. Gold. In the in the movie, I was just like, whoa, oh, see, that's I didn't different. See that? I gotta watch it again. I see that. They're in the record store and they're stealing <laughs> records. They're putting the records in the newspaper. And then mm-hmm. like Bishop goes up to spit the game so they can all steal the, the records. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the chick, she's hey, what's up? How you doing? She has this big old gold tooth. And I was like, whoa. Uh, As a kid, I was like, wow. I've never seen a chick with a gold tooth before. <laughs> I so, see that. yeah, man, but hood classics. Okay. So people have never seen that. The, mm-hmm. 
people in the club. A lot, a lot of like artists. No, not in, in oh, the Black Chamber of oh, Commerce. I mean, like, like in Broadway studios in my in the art community. They didn't see those movies. Yeah, because I mean, people cut artists come from different demo- backgrounds uh, and demographics. Yeah, those you know are, what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, those are, those are movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of like the hood classics, yeah. like they've never. They seen. need to see so, those ones. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, let's bring you know. So, yeah, yeah your gaps. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I mean, because they're classics. They are. Oh, um, okay. I'm about to watch one tonight now. Yeah, this. but um, because there's a yeah, just Dame Dash man, like. I think BET Soul, like they have BET Soul as like a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and I think they just had a bunch of his movies on their YouTube. So I'm gonna look that up yeah, now. Yeah, and they're just, just like so bad, they're good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they're so you're just like, it's oh good God. that we see people on camera that look like us. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Even growing up, I just mm-hmm. seen people that didn't look like me all the time, and I looked up to them and, and the Power Rangers and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Like, they don't Thank look you. like, you know what I mean? It's like this is the reputation we have. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they make movies, like that the little classic is good because that's us playing these leading roles and they understand you know they act like that's real life us you know Mm -hmm. so yeah and i think that's important too is representation and seeing because just like you said when you were like the black power ranger Mm -hmm. immediately i identified because in my brain it's like i start to cycle backwards to see like think who were the black characters before the black power ranger and in my head i can i here's who i think of um black gi joes right who mm. i don't even remember their name they were so not tight i don't even remember their name i didn't want to be the black dudes i wanted to be snake eyes storm shadow exactly. you know what i'm saying like one of the ninjas um so it's like <laughs> what to be the black kids don't even want to be the black characters. that's it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! See, but I think we're we're in a you know things are changing. You know mm-hmm. they got Miles Morales. They got yeah. you know so they they're they're trying to to change yeah. yeah and incorporate. But uh, yeah, so now I'm curious, what do you think? Because um, we we kind of we got off of, of the actual art <laughs> of photography and we, we got on the BS side, which yeah, is ad, you know admirably <clears throat> so. But real quick, um, while we here on the BS side, I'm just curious. Um, if you had to tell somebody, like one of your friends is coming into town and you have to tell them two places to go and eat. Okay. A breakfast it's place oh, and a dinner oh, place. So you, you messed me up with the breakfast place. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, nothing's easy on here. Ah, man. So a breakfast place, I would tell them to go to Cocky's Sunday brunch. Okay. They can get them some chicken and waffles, amazing food, a nice vibe. Have you been there before? Cockies? All the time. On the brunch, though. Sunday brunch. No, apparently they're... Sold um, out? Yeah, we'll talk... Let's talk about that <laughs> off camera. Okay, Because okay. I got a funny story. Okay. Yeah, we'll... And then the second place for dinner, I would tell them to go to Doghouse. Get them tri-tip sandwich. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Classic. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. So now, back to the, the actual photography, the business, and things like that. So I think this is, this is kind of cool. Can you tell me how because i tell a lot of my homies if they're in different cities they need to get with the local black chamber of commerce and see what they have to offer can you tell how you came into the cohort and how like you know you got linked up i see i seen the black chambers of commerce for years mm-hmm. i seen tate when tate was president mm-hmm. i had a few uh people i was associated with would go into black chambers but i never knew what it was about i just seen these black people they was always dressed up always doing some corporate stuff you know I just I just wasn't sure, and then I was just you know, you know just whatever. And then like I want to say three or four years later, mm-hmm. I started just looking up what it's about, you know, trying to get some more information. And then I had seen one of the clients I had shot. Uh, she was doing some promo for her business on the Black Chambers. I'm like, hey, what's up? What what they do? What they got going on over there? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, just become a member. They become a member and stuff, and they got all this opportunity for businesses. So I I reached out to them. And um, after that, I got information. Monita, um, you know, she came and she was like, "Oh yeah, do this. Come, come to these meetings yeah, and stuff." Yeah, Monita. Yeah, Monita. And she she connected me, and from there, they was booking me for events, and you know, they was just booking me like crazy. I'm like, man, these people are supporting me, and I never had that support ever. Like I'm I'm out here by myself, mm-hmm. working, hustling, mm-hmm. you know, and they were supporting me. I mean, black people, black yeah. businesses booking me left and right. I was like, oh man, this is love, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's how I got connected through, okay. through Monita. 
Cool. Well. Yeah, that's sweet. See, you guys, you heard it. And whatever business that you're in, you know, and hey, Black Chamber Commerce, y'all need to y'all need to cut a check for ads on here because we don't, you know what I'm saying? For real. It's, Get that you know sponsorship. Yeah, for real though. Um <laughs> But um, I think that's really important as as black men to do that. And then also, if you're an artist, like align yourself with the local arts council, you mm. know, so like there are always these organizations that you can be a part of and work with that will push your business forward in your in the professional capacity, because I think a lot of times doing it by yourself you have your friends around you and then you know the the people who you're meeting but having a a network of people who are already on a mission it mm -hmm. just it's like turnkey support mm -hmm. you know so i think that 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 is important for us as uh, black people artists like whatever you are whatever you know box you want to check get with the chamber of commerce the arts council and you know get get access to some resources mm -hmm. so moving on um yeah man it it's it's interesting to actually be here how'd you get connected with the chambers um <laughs> in this particular well i was a member of the chamber i had a carpet cleaning business years okay. ago and i was actually a member of oh, the chamber and okay. i like paid you know but after like being like okay i want to pursue this art thing um, I went to I went to the Cornerstone Coffee one day to get coffee. Monita and May were in there. Look, Monita is connecting dots. Yeah, she was. They were in there like um, they were in their advertising, and the women's cohort hadn't even gone. That like they were looking for people, but they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do the women first. And we the men were actually supposed to start in. December like it like it the day got pushed back mm. you know but and it was interesting because I had emails where I'm like hey what's going on you know I was yeah. like emailing Monita like hey what's going on you know <laughs> touching bases with her to see you know if the program was still happening uh but it happened we're here and so that was kind of my introduction into this particular mm. uh program because I understood the value of the black chamber from being in it previously okay. and then the cohorts i'm like okay i don't really know the extent of what they're doing i kind of understand like they're gonna teach us like take us a to z give us some resources mm -hmm. let's see how this works out i want to have some faith with the chamber give them this 12 weeks out of my life mm -hmm. and see you know how i come out on the other end yeah. so i mean the relationships have already been well worth it you know I'm learning a lot about my business that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know, I needed yeah. somebody to tell me, like, hey, do you got your, mm -hmm. got your business plan together? Mm -hmm. How's your website look? Like, yep, for sure. Yeah, no, those are all key things. And I think it's creatives, like photographers. No, I don't care if you're a photographer, if you're a painter, if you make ceramics. There are all of these checkpoints that you need to hit in the realm of business, mm. no matter what you do. So understanding that is because a lot of times we're we i mean like i hate to say a lot of us come from the hood and we don't have that we don't have that teaching and then sometimes like you we got people in our families who do businesses but they're doing bad business yeah. so then they're teaching us like not some like hood way yeah. right like okay. not legit or they're doing it like on a shoestring mm -hmm. like shoestring budget or like just a check to check mentality mm -hmm. and they're not even teaching us like hey you need to have a business plan hey you need to do this because yep. they're just trying to keep the lights on but realistically you got to stop you got to breathe you got to actually plan to do this if mm -hmm. you're like in work mode all the time you can't plan you yep. know what i'm saying so that's what i think is is key for everybody you know and i mean mm -hmm. if you're working a nine to five you're nine to five Right, it, that should supply you with the money to pursue five to nine what you want to do mm. and you're passionate about. Yeah. So I think that's important. Also, um, it's Thank not you. getting stuck chasing somebody else's dream. Focus on your own you know? dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
because I mean, dude, it's 2022, man. The world has changed. We got, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you don't need to, you know. And what's crazy is I saw pa Pam Greer, like, on in on Twitter, and it's like, Pam Greer, PhD. And I'm like, she did all of those movies and all of that, and then went back to school and got a PhD. That's anything you want to do, you can do, and you don't got to do it the way they yep. are telling you you, you got to do it. Yep. I wish I would have did something different than go to college, honestly. I would have started my business straight out of high school instead of getting the student loans. Yep. You, and see, the, the difference, here's the difference in a lot of, uh, here's the difference for you, is now you have a company, your boys can come work for you, mm -hmm. and then they don't even got it. It's like, oh, wow, like, I'm eight years old. I'm doing post production, and I'm getting a check. Yep. <laughs> early, early. That's, how, that's, how, it, that's how it should be. Yeah. You know, that's mm -hmm. how it should be. So, definitely, I'm wishing some of my kids or family, mm -hmm. you know, they can learn from me and learn photography, even come work for me and start their own business, mm -hmm. and I can help them with that. So, it's, it's good, you know. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, where we. Yeah. We're like 45 minutes and we can go a, a, a while longer, but real quick, I want to, because you're here, I want you, can you please talk about your podcast? Yes. Because, you know, our listeners, you know, we want to invite our listeners to, to come and check you yeah, out absolutely. and see what you're doing. So I'm, I have two podcasts right now. One of them is a group podcast with four, four, uh, four hosts. And then I'm having my individual podcast, which I'm going to talk about photography, videography, art. Um, for the group podcast, we have three episodes. We're actually going to film after this one. And for my personal podcast, I'm, I'm doing my first one today. So everything's new. Uh, I'm new to the podcast area and stuff like that. But it will be coming soon. So once I get all the details and stuff hashed out, then, yeah, I, I'm going to have you on the show for sure, James. We got to do another talk, do another yeah. one of these. Where you um, are in the Yeah, I'm the host now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to set you over all the questions, you mm -hmm. know. So, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so just stay tuned for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And what are the, what's the names of the podcast so they can tune in? We have a name for the group podcast, but when I did a Google search, we we found somebody with the name. Okay. So either we got to come up with some secondary names that I want to say. Okay, so I don't we can hold off yet. on that. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And then for my my podcast, it's just going to be either a JKP podcast or a podcasting with JKP. Okay. Something simple related to my business, so I can do a lot of branding. Okay. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So, That's yeah. cool. It's all in the works right now, man. Mm -hmm. Everything's pilot stage at this at this moment. Mm -hmm. so. But you know, I feel like it's you know you sitting here. I think about the episode of, even though I don't really listen to Joe Rogan since he moved to Texas, he on some <laughs> other stuff. But like uh, That's when a white he was, guy, right? yeah, 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 yeah. When he, yeah, he's wild and yeah, he kind of. But uh, you know, when he was in L.A., Mike Tyson came on to the show. Yeah, to his show, and then like that's why Mike Tyson started <clears throat> his podcast. Like, he was, Joe's like, "Yo, man, Mike, what are you doing? You should start a pod." And then Mike's like, "All right, you know." And then mm -hmm. Mike, Mike being himself too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and hot boxing with Mike Tyson. That is <laughs> that is great, Mike. If you watching, send me one of those humidors. <laughs> I got you. Um, but yeah. So okay, now. What sort of events do you have coming up? Where can these, where can they find you? Like, if they're looking to, you know, catch you out. Uh, if they're looking to catch me out, I'm mostly active on Instagram at JKP for JKP underscore photography. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also uh, find me on my website at www.photographybyjkp. Um, events coming up. I don't have anything planned uh, at the moment. No set dates. Uh, but I will be having some workshops. Uh, local photographers want to come and learn. Uh, you know, studio photography and uh, some outdoor flash. So I'm planning stuff like that in the near future. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And we'll, we'll share that with all of you guys. And yeah. So is there anything we didn't get to Jay? Cause I feel like that I had like a core little yeah, pocket yeah. of questions. Yeah, I feel like we good. Like okay. We got it. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. So now I have two, two more questions yeah, go ahead. real quick. Um, what's the last book you read? Ooh. The last book that I read that I, sh I should be finishing is Falling Forward. Um, book I got with me and my friend Frank we brought. It's called Falling Forward. I forgot who the author was, but it was one of the, you know, books that was recommended, you know, to read. Uh, Falling Forward. Okay. Yes. Okay. So check that out, you guys. Last question. What's your favorite Spike Lee joint? Spike Lee. I think it would have to be the Malcolm X movie. 
That's, that one was impactful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really touched me. I think that one was. I mean, he, got, he got a lot of. Spike Lee got a lot of good movies. Mm-hmm. But that Malcolm X one was crazy. Would you say that that is the most impactful movie to black culture ever? Yeah. One of them. Yeah, one of them. Because you still got Muhammad Ali movies, was was good too. Mm-hmm. But that, that was one of them, yes. I agree. That was the first time I ever saw a black man in a position of power. Like speaking, seeing that movie. Speaking that way. Yeah, for sure. Well, like, but the thing is, is he and I, Malcolm and I, have the same birthday. Oh, wow. So May 19th, right? Shout out to Taurus. You're a Taurus? I'm May 16th. Yeah, for sure. And you know, yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So that's how we, that's what we're clicking. Crazy. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm a um, Taurus. Yeah, but, yeah. I, you know, in school, I did my Black History Month reports on Malcolm. Yeah. Like third I love, grade, I love fourth Malcolm. grade. Yeah, so. I wasn't a Martin guy. Mm-hmm. I was a Malcolm guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's how, that's how I'm out, like, so. Yeah. For sure, you know I hear me? that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We gonna have to have some off, off, off camera talks. Okay, so yeah, man, that's crazy. Talk. I didn't know you was a tourist. Falling forward, Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about what you got. Oh, you want to give me shout outs? Lastly, shout outs. Uh, yeah, shout out to my lady Shanae. Shout out to my kids, my family. Uh, shout out to Black Chambers for supporting, getting us linked up together today. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my family back home in Lancaster, Palmdale. Uh, my brothers, my sisters, my mom, my pops. Yeah. Shout out to James. This amazing studio. Looking at this art, man. This is amazing. It actually, it's actually inspiring me to do more creativity with my photography. So, shout out to you, man. I want to give my roses to you. You know, just coming to the, seeing you on a Zoom call. Like, I see you sent art. I didn't really, you know, it's like, ah, oh, it's Zoom. He's just talking about art. And then when I actually came to Art Hop, I'm like, oh, this dude is really, in that he really in there he in the field mm-hmm. like this is real art so sometimes you got to actually sit down and and meet people to really uh visualize their story rather than seeing it on zoom or somebody just talking about it but once you hear and you start talking about that painting i'm like bro you gotta bro you, you can sell that stuff just talking about it yeah so yeah shout out to james yeah cool all right you could be anywhere on the internet but you're here with us and we appreciate that Catch us again next week. Same BS time, same BS channel. Once again, this some shit I just thought of y'all. Scientific fiction is not admissible in no court of law. I'm out of here like Vladimir. James drills over and out. I told you from the dough. I told you from the get-go. You don't got to go home, but you got to go. Art and Bullshit Podcast.